0: We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and Weekly Bible Study for August 9, two thousand fifteen. This is part five. And we're going back to this um, wonderful uh, response I got from a longtime listener uh, <clears throat> regarding this whole issue of, uh, of um, how I'm a racist white person, and she says to me that then, shame on you, shame on you. Are you are black police? <laughs> This is so classic. Are black police illegally murdering white children and other white people in the streets? Okay, my response. Thank you for bringing up that subject. And yes, statistically, many are as cited above. Unbelievable that you would really bring this up as I just went over and as I've done on numerous occasions. The disproportionate crime and murder rate statistics of black on white attacks. I all I guess you believe that it is the whites that are really the ones that are attacking the blacks on the streets. And all the video footage and evidence are just lies. Is It is actually a white plot against all blacks to which I obviously am the head of. It's funny how you never refuted the 34-page document I sent you documenting all the black-on-white crime. Hmm... But would just prefer to attack the entire white race, blaming us for all the problems of the black race. Honest black people disagree with you, though. But how convenient for you. Keep up the great work. And then she says, No, white police commit crimes of illegal murder, killing black children. My response, Oh, really? Is that why New York City, in New York City, 51% of black women abort their babies, the littlest of all children? Because children because it is the white police forcing them to do this the eradication of over half the black race in new york city it's the white police's fault or it's just white people in general i guess black people in the united states are more likely to be the victims of violent confrontations with police police officers more than whites because they commit more violent crimes than whites per capita which we just documented in a disproportionate manner, they commit way more violent crimes per capita. And they wonder why there are problems with the cops, with the blacks. Well, they're committing more violent crimes. You reap what you sow. What do you expect? And a ton of the time now, the blacks are just, the, the, the white cops and even black cops are backing off. Because of all this politically correct garbage. They don't want to be... Con- you know, accused of a hate crime or racism against a black. So the blacks are getting away with even more now than they were before. Fact, despite making up just 13% of the population, blacks commit about half of the homicides in the United States. And that's, most of them are the 3% of the men between the ages of 15 and 35 that are committing about half of the homicides in America. That's a DOJ statistic. There's a link to it right here. And that between 1980 and in 2008, blacks committed 52% of the homicides in the US. Despite being just 13% of the population, but that's again, that's my fault as a white person. It's mine. I take it all on. I should be punished for it. Also, what do you have to say about this report? Police kill more whites than blacks but the minority deaths generate more outrage because when a black dies, it's way, way, way more important than when a white person dies. That's the way the, the media spins it. This is from April 22nd, uh, 2015. Nobel-winning um, novelist Toni Morrison says she wants to see an officer shoot an unarmed white teenager in the back before agreeing that the conversation about race is over. But she almost certainly already has received her wish. Um, My comment is her wish has been granted, and it's been granted on numerous occasions, but here's just one report, uh, just in the last week. Why an unarmed white teen killed by police hasn't led to national protests, like it would if it was an unarmed black teen. Zachary Hammond was on a first date with a girl on July 26 in Seneca, South Carolina when they stopped at a Hardy's parking lot in his car. Police said they suspected the girl of selling marijuana and set up a sting operation to try to catch her in the act. When confronted with the law enforcement, Mr. Hammond, who was white, attempted to flee and a police officer shot him twice. In the end, this just happened this last week now, July 26. in the end, Hammond had killed and his companion was charged with a minor drug possession. The death of Hammond, who was 19 years old, bears some striking similarities to the death of Samuel Debose, a black Cincinnati man, who was shot by a police officer on July 19th, in which the whole country was ready to riot, basically over, or a large swath. Because he was black. He was unarmed. But no outcry for the white one. Nothing. Do you even hear about that until now? No. In both cases, the two men were unarmed, and the official police record that said the subjects attempted to run officers over has been called into question by conflicting sources. The difference in media attention thus far, however, is beyond notable. But see, that that kind of hypocrisy goes on every day, and I don't hear the blacks complaining about that type of of, of evil and hypocrisy. Overall, honest ones would. But overall, no, there's, there's no, I mean, that's fine. I mean, he's white, he needs to die. He's, you know, Louis Farrakhan's calling for, you know, 10,000 black Muslims to rise up and kill whites just because they're white. Because they're the source of all evil, essentially. So that's the vibe I'm getting, pretty much the message I'm getting. Police kill more whites than blacks, but the minority deaths generate more outrage because they're the ones that fit the illuminati narrative they're the ones that are going to get the blacks all crazy and wanting to kill the white people even though it's at an unbelievably disproportionate rate of black on white crime but none of that matters evidently all that matters are the ones that that's happening to and the ones that are being shown on tv and this, this Nobel Prize winning novelist, Toni Morrison, says she wants to see an officer shoot an unarmed white teenager in the back, which I just documented, pretty much happened, before agreeing that the conversation about race is over. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful that she could say that? Just like Oprah is calling for the, the death of all older white people and all these other black, they can say that all day long and, and, and it's just wonderful when they say it. White person tries to say that about a black person. It's national news. And demonization. I'm not saying they should say that. I'm saying if they attempt. But it's fine for them to say it. Don't you love it? Don't you love just scales and balances and everything's just perfectly even and fair and just and righteous? It's awesome. Yep. Going further... Currently on social media, debate is raging about the lack of attention Hammond's death has gotten from All Lives Matter proponents. Oh, we that doesn't fit the narrative. All Lives Matter? No, it's just, why aren't, why aren't the Black Lives Matter people in front of all the abortion clinics in the inner cities that are targeting black women? And again, like New York City, 51% of the their babies aborted. If Black Lives Matter, why, why aren't they showing up there? They're, they're not ever there why because they're hypocrites they're devils they don't care about black lives they don't care about that if it doesn't fit their narrative they don't care they don't want any more black babies they've said that a lot of blacks have said that i just love pointing out the hypocrisy whenever i can hammond's death has gotten has gotten from all eyes matter proponents as lack of attention um, who have been accused of trying to distort the message of Black Lives Matters activists fighting for parity of black people in the criminal justice system, even though, again, like I said, Black Lives Matter never show up at abortion clinics because, you know, they could care less about that. Now, if we continue with the original report, um, continuing, an analysis released this week shows that more white people died at the hands of law enforcement than those of any other race in the last two years. More white people have died. Even as the Justice Department, social justice groups, and media coverage focus on black victims of the police force, more whites are dying. And I don't mean by 1%. Police killings of blacks are down 70% in the last 50 years. 70%. This is according to the Center on Juvenile and Criminal Justice, CDC. In 2012, 123 blacks were killed by a police with a gun. In 2012. That same year in 2012, 326 whites were killed by a police with a gun. So that's almost triple the amount of whites killed in the same year. But the blacks collectively... On the whole, not everyone are acting like the blacks are dying at the streets at the hands of white cops just in this unbelievably disproportionate manner. Triple the amount of white people were killed by blacks the same year, almost triple. But they don't care about that evidently or they don't know about it. And knowing that blacks commit the disproportionate amount of crimes as compared to the average white person, you're going to, the fact that there are less killed is just like, wow, that's that's amazing that there weren't more killed. Considering they commit <laughs> crimes at a much higher rate, statistically. Just hypocrisy everywhere you turn with this subject. People keep saying we need to have a conversation about race. Miss Morrison, this is the lady that wanted to see a white cop shoot an unarmed white boy in the back, and then then the discussion of race would be over for her. Then that, but she needed to see that first, you know. Okay, according to the the world, according to this satanic witch. Okay, that's what she needed to see. As a black woman, she needed to see that. Okay. Miss Morrison told that to the UK Telegraph on April 9th, April 19th interview. And then she says, this is the conversation. I want to see a cop shoot a white, unarmed teenager in the back, said Miss Morrison, who also has won the Pulitzer Prize for her work. She's Nobel Prize winner. It reminds me of Obama, just two wicked, evil devils from the pit of hell two season and their own satanic pod, they should they should team up together who also has won the Pulitzer Prize for her work which includes the bestsellers beloved and the Song of Solomon because she's so biblical so then she goes on to say I want to see a white man convicted for raping a black woman which hardly ever ever occurs if you looked at the statistics on that one, as opposed to black men raping white women. Oh, again, I'm not supposed to say that because I'm a racist. We didn't even get into those statistics. Those are off the charts too. So I want to see a white man convicted for raping a black woman. Then when you ask me, is it over? I will say yes. Oh, thank you, devil witch. Thank you for for us knowing what it'll take to finally get your satanic seal of approval. Deluded devil. So then um, my former listener says, OMG, what a wolf in sheep's clothing you turned out to be. To me, okay? And I said, yes, well said, and your eloquent rebuke of me amply proves every point you made emphatically. I stand convicted, I stand condemned. You sliced and diced me, and obviously my rebuttal to you, which I just detailed, the point-by-point rebuttal, was nothing compared to your unbelievable pearls and words of wisdom. But that's kind of what I'm used to at this point in ministry. Here's another report, Virginia... Black Muslim firefighter incites violence toward police officers, stating that we have to start putting them in body bags. It's a black Muslim firefighter. I'm sure probably a follower of Louis Farrakhan. He's sure acting like it. This is from Triangle, Virginia. Neighbors of Fairfax County firefighter Kahil Abdul Rashid were stunned by his posts on social media. The 15-year fire fire veteran of Fairfax County Fire and Rescue reportedly responded to a post about police encounters by saying, we have to start putting them in body bags, meaning white police. Okay. Again, I just got into all the statistics. Almost three times the amount of white people killed per year, on average, by white cops. Okay. And then then blacks are being killed. But evidently, that doesn't matter. Maybe if it was 20 times, they couldn't say as much. If there was 20 times the amount of white people being killed by cops, maybe they'd have to tone down their rhetoric a little bit. But, you know, it's enough for Louis Farrakhan to literally say that we need to have 10,000 black Muslims rise up and start killing white men, essentially. So, you know... It's the wonderful day and age we're living in. Abdul Rashid, apparently continues his post, says, pull the cops off, lay on the individual, form a circle, and throw punches. Sounds like a black mob beating thing that he's advocating, which is typical for his devil ilk. Because he's implying a whole bunch of black guys ganging up on a white police officer. Pull the cops off, lay on the individual, form a circle, and throw punches. <laughs> Can you imagine if this was a white firefighter advocating this behavior toward blacks? Did you hear about this anywhere? No, but if it was a white person saying it, you'd, it'd be all over front page news. The Fairfax County Fire and Rescue Department said its internal investigation process continues while Ra- Abdul Rashid is off the front lines. Oh, what a shame. The Fairfax County firefighter involved in the social media post has been placed on paid administrative leave," said Fairfax County Fire and Rescue in a statement. "I'm, I'm surprised they didn't give him a commendation. The way that this is disproportionately reported on and viewed, an internal investigation process is underway. Oh, okay, we'll see. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna switch gears again, but it does heavily relate to this subject. FBI. Um, has issued a warning Middle Eastern men intimidating U.S. military families in Colorado and Wyoming and I'm going to go ahead and play this video
1: Happening now, an alert from the FBI to all law enforcement agencies in Colorado and Wyoming. And the alert involves all military families. There are concerns about who may be watching them. CBS 4's Jennifer Bryce, live at the FBI office in Denver. And Jennifer, this is alarming. Well, the alert says that um, Middle Eastern men are approaching military families outside of their homes in both Wyoming and also Colorado. Take a look at this. Um, It looks like Greeley and Cheyenne, Wyoming, are the specific areas. In one case last May, the wife of a military member was approached in front of her home by two Middle Eastern men. Now, those men stated that she was the wife of a U.S. interrogator. When she denied their claims, the men laughed. The two men then left the area in a dark colored four door sedan with two other Middle Eastern males in the vehicle. And similar incidents apparently are being reported in Wyoming. So. FBI alert says that Middle Eastern men attempted to gain personal information about those military families and also about the personnel of the military. So the FBI says that this alert, they have, actually the FBI is not commenting on this, but this alert has now been made public to the media. And uh, they're circulating this amongst other law enforcement agencies. Live in Denver, Jennifer Rice, CBS4 News. Thank you, Jen.
0: Okay, so these stinky maggot Muslims... OK, they're getting the audacity to start approaching our servicemen and their families outside of their houses, which they've got their addresses, which I've gotten into this many times in past teachings. OK, regarding this, they get they're getting their addresses, they're compiling, they're compiling their databases, armed servicemen, police, anybody having anything to do with the military and they're just letting them know they have the audacity Like I said, you give Islam an inch, it takes a mile. They have the audacity to actually start approaching these people. Just to let them know ahead of time that we're coming after you, we're not intimidated by you, and and you're done. Now, combine that with what we just talked about with Farrakhan. And the black Muslim population... In America you think they're gonna yoke up with this other more radical element of like Isis and these other Islamic terror groups sure they are Islam is going to override any allegiance they would possibly feel toward country they hate America Farrakhan hates America those blacks under him hate America they are going to join with these and they are going to start killing them and again this could be the whole reason for martial law by itself yeah, they want to kill just normal Americans and white people and in anybody that would be here, I believe, um, that would represent America in any way, shape, or form. And that could, that could include Orientals. Um, I think to a lesser extent, they, will, they probably won't go after blacks because the blacks are the most likely ones, and I'm talking collectively, I'm talking based on all the information I just covered of all the black hatred of America, of of what they believe the white establishment has created. And I'm not saying the white establishment is a bunch of angels, okay? But the demonization of that, they're going to end up yoking up with them. There's a higher likelihood that. So I would doubt that the Muslims would go after the black populations because I think that they would see an ally, whether they're out-and-out black Muslims or whether they're just a disgruntled black person like the ones I was just talking about, they're going to see an ally in them. And that is going to make the, ra- the race war all the more forces you, because you're going to be combining Islam, the Islamic hate of pri- primarily white Christian Americans, white Christian, I would say, Oriental or whoever in that regard. But I'm just telling you what they have said they're going to target okay both those groups hate our military both the groups hate the law enforcement okay they're going to be coming after them and i think that they're going to see each other as allies and we've already seen evidence of that at like ferguson and these types of things okay so that group is going to meld together most likely to a certain extent now the good black people in the know that see this garbage and see all the lies that I just talked about, they're not going to yoke up with them. But, man, they're going to be in a bad position. I feel sorry for them because they're going to be in a position where their own race is going to be saying, hey, why aren't you joining with us? Why Why aren't you trying to wholesale kill and slaughter the whites? They're the source of all evil. So they're going to have a lot of pressure on them to join up or potentially die when the race wars come. I'm. I'm just telling you. That's the way I see it playing out. I pray to God that those, the the blacks that are 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 sensible and that see what we're talking about today here, get away from those population centers, so that they're not even there. There's, there's no threats against them that they're not tempted to yoke up with that evil element that we're talking about here. Cause I do care about them, and I don't want to see them, you know. Either their, their families hurt or, or threatened because, the, you know, when things go down, they're going to be threatened to do this. And, you know, hey, listen, are you, whatever. So, I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of bad things on the horizon here. A lot of bad things. Um, nothing good do I see on the horizon at all. Uh, regarding world events. Okay, the Lord Jesus Christ is bigger than them all, but I'm just talking about purely from a temporal world event standpoint. Man, we're looking at some rough stuff here. Um, One alert about this whole thing, uh, this FBI, Middle Eastern men intimidating U.S. military families in Colorado and Wyoming. One alert about this red. this is their alert. It said, America... Lock and load, north, south, east, and west. Be prepared to defend. The FBI has issued an alert across the country out of concern for military families, particularly in Wyoming and Colorado. The FBI says Middle Eastern men have been recently approaching the homes of U.S. military members in Colorado and Wyoming. One such example happened in May when two men approached the wife of a soldier and told her that her husband was an interrogator. That's what we just learned about. After she denied their accusations, they left in a dark sedan that uh, they had seen several times in the neighborhood apparently similar and in and, and other words remember what I've talked about a lot lately where you've got not only our own military but you've got like the book salesmen that I got into the the like the ones like that they acted like they're from like had a Ukrainian accent and some of them were possibly Russian some of them are possibly uh, Muslims doing this they're scoping out they're doing recon in these areas they're finding out addresses they're GPSing their doors. So that when things go down, they're going to have to know where their targets are. That's what all this preliminary stuff that we're seeing right now. And it's hard to know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy anymore. Like, what elements in our government are even good? And I know there are some elements that are still good, but are they going to help facilitate this? Yes, they're going to help facilitate this. That's why our government's giving ISIS millions of dollars, giving Iran billions of dollars, training them arming them, protecting them, letting them come in here to set up their terrorist cells because they're getting all of them primed. They're letting them know um, locations so that when this thing pops off, they can blame it all on ISIS. When they're the ones that greased the skids to make it all happen, they could have prevented all of it. No, they've made sure it does happen. And it's almost like, you know, taking a hornet's nest and bringing it into... The hornet's nest is outside. It can't get in. There's no way it can get in. What our government has done with Islam is essentially, and with this whole black race thing, which this is almost another way they're doing it, they're just trying to incite all this hatred toward, particularly toward the whites. I don't see another race they're targeting like the whites. I just don't see it. Okay, so to have this big race war of blacks against whites... Of Hispanics against whites, of Islam against whites, of Black Muslims against whites. Is there any other race that you can identify the Illuminati is really targeting within the United States? Now, I mean, when I mean whites, I also mean Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-Christian. And if you were a Black person in that camp, you would be a target. Okay, and I'm not throwing you. I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm not condemning any blacks that would be in that camp i would welcome them okay but i'm talking about generalizations here i'm talking about the big picture in general i'm not talking about every single person in any way shape or form okay i know there's exceptions to every classification but pro-life pro-second amendment pro-constitution returning veterans um there, I'm sure there's, there's a lot more preppers, these types of things. They're going to be the ones that they really want to target. They know they're the ones that are going to be the most well-armed, the most well-stocked. They've been the biggest um, uh, obstacle to implementing the New World Order. So they're going to turn every sect of society that they can turn, again, the gays, the pro-abortion, the, the, um, the disgruntled blacks, the black Muslims, the Muslims the illegal aliens they're going to try to turn the gangs out there they're going to try to turn every one of those groups against the other groups that i've mentioned okay pro second amendment pro constitution pro life and i understand not everyone in there is white obviously and praise god that is not the case okay so that's the that's the what i'm trying to say here those are the ones that are going to be targeted returning veterans things of this nature that's what I see them doing with all this garbage, and now they're having the audacity to openly go to these military servicemen and you know, basically confront them. You know, at their own homes. It's unbelievable. So going for- forward, um, many families reported feeling intimidated and scared. Our soldiers have enough to worry about without having to live in fear for their families back home. It's disgusting, and the authorities need to do something to stop this from happening again. They're, they're the ones behind it. They're not going to do anything. This is just going to continue to escalate unless God were to step in, unless enough people would be able to pray. But I, see, the thing is, is the 501c3 church is asleep. And that's 99% of the people that would identify themselves as Christians. So I don't see things changing. I don't see some big national revival. It's all about money. And TV evangelism and television, I mean, it's it's just, it's always about money. It's what they care about. They're not going to get into these issues. So, um, no more interference from a rogue defunct defunct make-believe unlawful government and its authorities enough is enough america rise up and defend your nation this nation is at war within be ready the enemy is for neighborhood watches take shifts have walkie-talkies surveillance cameras around the neighborhood if possible militia participate at all possible i'm saying that for so you can understand that there are people out there that are really 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 getting ready for something to go down okay This is the mindset of an increasing amount of people in the categories I have set, regardless of race, creed, or color, okay? Regardless of that. And there's every race represented in that, okay? Whether it be black, oriental, Hispanic, white, whatever. In the pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution, pro-life, you know, um, pro-prepper, pro-Bible, Returning veteran crowd. That's represented by every demographic. Next report. Uh, Navy to charge officer. Who fired on Islamists. During Chattanooga terror attack. So they're going to have the audacity. To charge the officer. That fired. On the Islamic terrorist. That's, That's how warped. This nation has become. Evil is called good and good is called evil. Here's a picture of Lieutenant Commander Timothy White and the smug little devil Islamist killer Muhammad Abdulaz, whatever. A report at the Navy Times in July confirmed that one of the Marines shot during the Chattanooga terrorist attack exchanged fire with the terrorists. Who knows how many people he prevented from being killed by exchanging fire. Lieutenant, I bet you that uh, devil Muslim was probably very surprised because he didn't think that they should have any because he thought it was a pure gun-free zone, which it should have been, um, I guess. But thank God he had a firearm. Navy Lieutenant Commander Timothy White also shot back at the terrorist. But rather than being celebrated as a hero, Lieutenant Commander White may be charged for discharging a firearm in federal property. (laughs) You you just got to love this stuff. You gotta love it. Alan West reported this week that Lieutenant Commander Timothy White, he said, Ladies and gents, resulting from the text message I received yesterday, I can confirm that the United States Navy is bringing charges against Lieutenant Commander Timothy White for illegally discharging a firearm on federal property. What a warped, sick world. The text message asked if if it would be possible for Lieutenant Commander White to reach out to me. To wit, I replied, Affirmative. What kind of evil idiots are in charge of our armed forces? Pardon me, our unarmed forces. What would they prefer? Abdul Abdulez have been able to kill all the Marines and sailors at the Naval Support R- Reserve Center? Absolutely. Absolutely, they would prefer that. Let me draw an interesting contrast. Secretary of Navy, um, Secretary of the Navy, Ray Mabus, is more concerned about the lifting the ban on transgendered sailors than this issue but this devil has no problem with the navy seeking to destroy the career of a sailor a commander of an installation returning fire against an islamic jihadist attack i do not care if it was his personal weapon he deserves a medal for facing the enemy and i say amen folks this has become the obama military that will not implement policies for our men and women to be protected but will punish them if they do protect themselves what has happened in our America where some believe that our men and women in uniform, especially the commanders, are just targets for these demon-possessed Islamic jihadists? And here's a picture of Timothy White, his picture with his family here. He looks like a great guy. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we have going on there. <laughs> I mean, it's just total insanity. Total Insanity. Okay, so continuing with the next report. Islamists sending personal threats to servicemen and families. Jihadists in the UK have sent a death threat to the family of a serving soldier posting a letter through the door of the family. I'm assuming they slipped it under the door of the family living in Link- Lincolnshire. The letter, titled Jihad, The Holy War for Islam, a warning to the brides of British soldier warmongers, scared the family so much that they have that they are understood to have fled their home. Um, (laughs) Let me read this to you. Jihad, Holy War for Islam, a warning to the brides of British soldier warmongers. I'm looking at the actual letter. You have been identified as an unbeliever and a bride of a murderer of the servants of Allah in the Holy Land. (laughs) Our people have suffered at the hands of your husbands who have murdered, raped and killed our women. You know, it's, it's amazing to me that the very stinking things they're beyond guilty of, that they're doing wholesale on an everyday basis, they're accusing the British soldiers of doing. Murdered, raped, and killed our women and children. We are the servants of Allah and tend to avenge our peoples by destroying the families of unbelievers in this land of hate because they live in a land of love and pixie sticks and buttercups and and just everything sweet and lovely, like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. That's the whole Middle East. It's a land of love, a land of love. i have never. I mean, they kill and behead the Christians and slaughter the little. The little children and behead them and put their heads on sticks and pikes and stuff like that and torture people and set them on fire and burn them alive and generally mutilate their their little girls and, and rape them and take child brides and do all kind of wonderful neat stuff have sex with animals and you know that's the land of love if you ask me and they want to come to somebody's house some person in the military and give them a morality lesson i love it when satan gives me a morality lesson and this is what evidently they're attempting to do here. You along with many others will pay the price of your husband's destruction in the Holy Land. We now know where you live and will begin to destroy the unbelievers and their families as they have done to us. The circle of Allah. <laughs> well, they're, doing, they're basically doing the same thing here now. They're targeting the military. They're targeting the military. Who is Louis Farrakhan? Primarily talking about the ten thousand black Muslim men rising up and killing white policemen, primarily, but I think whites in general. So see if they could start a a um a war like that, you're going to have martial law lickety split. You know it's going to come quick. So. This is the state of affairs here. Now, going back to this report, uh, Britain's Ministry of Defense ordered military families to refrain from sharing personal information on social media. I think that's wise. In order to protect them from possible future threats and attacks. But again, remember, they're compiling these databases. And I believe that our government's probably complicit in making sure they get that information to a certain extent. And I don't mean good people in the military. I'm talking about the evil, wicked, nefarious elements that Obama would have like control over. We would like to remind forces' families of the need to take particular care. For example, they should review their security settings on social media to ensure they don't accidentally share personal details. Last week, an Islamic death threat was left on the hood of a car belonging to a National Guard member in Tennessee. That letter read, Dear American Soldier, death to you coward, woman, child killer. Woman, child killer. Wow. Talk about buying into some propaganda. You know, it reminds me of the propaganda Farrakhan was feeding his Muslim followers. Or the narrative, the way the, the media paints, conservative Christians, Second Amendment people, preppers... Returning veterans, they're the source of all evil on the planet, obviously. Dear American soldier, death to you coward, woman, child killer, and all American military. Mohammed will show no mercy on you. Attacks will come full force. Death has come to you. So they're getting pretty bold now. Pretty bold when things are getting to this point in America. Here's the next report. AQAP releases new video calling for lone attacks in the West. There's a video for this. I'm not going to play it. Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, which is AQAP, terrorist Islamic terrorist group, released a video calling for lone wolf attacks and praising attackers like the Chattanooga shooter, Muhammad Yosef Abdulaziz. The 9-minute, 41-second video was produced by AQAP's um, Media Foundation, released on August 4, 2015. In the video, AQAP official who was freed from a Yemeni prison in April 2015 condemned American France, America, France, and other Kufar or disbeliever nations. They, they disbelieve in Allah. That assist and make legislations to protect those who abuse Islam and the Prophets. I know. Islam is getting such a bad shake. You know, they really are. They're so underprivileged and downtrodden. They're not raping and pillaging their way across Africa, in the Middle East, and wherever else they give their their, their slimy tentacles in. They're not raping Swedish women wholesale, making it the rape capital of the world, raping, par- primarily targeting white, uh, blonde women for you know whatever sick reason they are. Or raping little children and selling them into prostitution, and you're no, they're not doing any of. They're they're so underprivileged and downtrodden. They're really, I can understand why they'd be so mad because you know what? They're just not getting enough. They're just not. And I, I you know, I totally understand. In fact, I think I'm going to convert. You know, I think I'm going to convert to Islam because it's such a religion of peace and goodness and mercy and just. Everything that you could possibly imagine good in this universe. Islam is the quintessential distillation. It is the quintessential essence of that. To that point, he stressed, as you put limits to freedom of expression and punish whomever goes against them. And again, it's like you look at what's going on in England, in the United States, in Europe, where they've come in and how they've been given all of this latitude all of these privileges how their crimes have not been prosecuted and it's like but it's not enough they're so satanically blind and deluded they have the audacity to say you put limits to freedom of expression and punish whomever goes against them and protect those who abuse islam and the prophets or you fail to you make legislation to protect those who abuse islam and the prophets When the exact opposite is going on. But it doesn't matter because it's not enough. You can't reason with demon-possessed madmen. It's like trying to reason with Satan. You can't do it. It is upon us to punish, because of all this, it it is upon us, Islam, to punish whoever transgresses out boundaries and sanctuaries and sanctities whatever that means he then stated well what what it means is that they're going to come and they're going to kill a whole bunch of people because they're really mad because they haven't got a fair shake and they haven't had enough raping and pillaging and stealing and killing and taking over and imposing their will on everyone else they haven't had enough of that they will only be content when they have a worldwide caliphate when every non-believer is dead on the planet." And everybody is Lo- is Islamic and they can be one big, happy, satanically possessed family, that's when they'll finally have what they want. And then Satan will kill all of them. Now, if that's if things that, that's if there was no God on the throne. And no, you know what I mean? If, if if things satanically played out and there was no God on the throne, and only Satan had his th- this is the way they would want it to work out. It's not going to work out that way. But if they had their druthers, that's the way that it would play out for them. But they're not going to get that. They're going to have a real rude awakening on a lot of different levels, Islam. He then stated the need for lone wolf attacks in those nations, in our words, cannot give justice to their sacrifice and heroism, of which the latter operations was the killing of many among those who insult Islam and the honorable prophet, the honorable pedophile prophet Muhammad. Who took his first wife at the age of six her name was Aisha that was his favorite wife and supposedly didn't consummate the marriage till nine because you know he was he had to be upstanding he couldn't admit to raping her at the age of six which I'm sure he did but no he consummated the marriage at nine because I guess that makes him a great guy nine-year-old little girl and this is who these devils follow this is the foundation of their religion, of their devil death cult. A pedophile who begets more pedophiles. We documented that over and over again. And they always act like they're so much morally better than us unclean kafar infidels. <laughs> I love it. You just gotta love it. I mean, where do I sign up? In the Indian subcontinent and targeting of an offensive drawings and exhibition in Texas, supported and protected by American government, by the grace of Allah, the lone jihad has proven to be and always will be proven to be a strategic weapon, successfully hitting and penetrating the enemy's force. So what he's telling us is that there are going to be numerous more lone wolf Islamic attacks against soft targets in America and elsewhere around the globe. Of particularly of those people and of those places where they believe the prophet of Islam is being insulted or Islam is being insulted like it deserves any respect. I will do nothing but insult it and expose it because it is pure evil. I will not give honor to wickedness and there's nothing good about that devil death cult. They prove that every day. Every day Islam exists on this planet. They only prove how much more so evil and debauched and debased and perverted that they are. He also stated of the Chattanooga shooter Muhammad Abdul Aziz. The latest operation of Mr. Aziz, which occurred in the heart of American soil, is clear evidence of the Lone Wolf attack being the successful way to go about this. He penetrated the base, killing and injuring American Marines in a blessed jihadi operation. We ask Allah to accept him and raise his status among the martyrs. No, I wish you could take an interview down there. I wish you could go cuddle up with him for about an hour. Spend some time with him in hell. Come back and get saved. I wish all of that for you, for the, for these Islamic people that are bent on the destruction. I pray to God they get hung out over hell for about an hour or however long it takes. They're, they're shown Muhammad, their pedophile prophet, burning in hell and having to relive all the misery he created while he was on planet Earth over and over and over again. I wish they could see that. I really do. Because they would have a shot at getting saved. I mean, if that is if that doesn't convince them, nothing's going to. Bhattafari advised that lone wolf attacks refer to the AQAP's English magazine Inspire for help with planning and preparation. What a wonderful name, Inspire. Inspire Islamic suicide bomber lone wolf attacks against innocent people. Isn't that wonderful? Here's the next report, and it's... ISIS calls on Australian and German Muslims to slaughter every infidel. So things just keep getting gooder and gooder and gooder. So, the Islamic State released a video Wednesday urging its supporters in Europe to go to Syria and carry out domestic attacks. Here we have a picture of two demon-possessed Islamic devils getting ready to blow off the heads of two innocent men on their knees. And I guess they do that at the end of the video. Um, all, then well, Here's what they say. The Islamic State released this video. And they're saying urging its supporters of Europe in Europe to go to Syria to carry out domestic attacks. It says, they say in the video, all you need, quote, all you need is to take a big knife and go down to the streets and slaughter every infidel you encounter. ISIS fighters say in a new video urging Austrian and German supporters to carry out attacks at home if they cannot travel to Iraq and Syria. So hey, if you can't get to Syria, listen, we got you covered. Just go get a big knife and go down to the streets and slaughter every infidel you encounter. Because we're a religion of peace and love and joy and harmony. That's what we're all about. The video published by the official ISIS media wing in Homes features two German-speaking ISIS devil militants who had been held in Turkish and Austrian prisons. You know what? I'm just seeing a common theme here. These two devils were in Turkish and Austrian prisons. Now they're out killing... Innocent people, okay. This other devil that listed this thing about the lone wolf attacks on West—he was also in a prison. He was in a Yemen, Yemen, Yemeni, Yemeni prison in April. Why did they ever let these devils out? Look at all the wonderful fruit that they're producing because they were let out of prison. Sounds like they should have been executed to me. Because they're probably in there for that in the first place. Well, they've really repented and mended their ways. Evidently, I could tell they're really reformed. They're out here on the front lines, killing people, and publishing it all over the world. The fact that they were ever let out of prison is just unbelievable. But hey, you know, you gotta let wickedness proliferate and 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 take over. I mean, come on. If you were Satan, that's what you'd do too. Al-Ameni called on on those who could travel to Syria to do so, telling them, hurry up, before you miss the train. The speakers also direct a message to the German Chancellor Angela Merkel saying that they will seek revenge for cursing the prophet and for spilling the blood of Muslims in Afghanistan. Oh, the humanity. Because it's always about them being offended. It's all that matters is, is these poor, wonderful, Islamic, wonderful freedom fighters, because that's all they are. They're just freedom fighters, not being offended. And if they are, well, they're just going to wholesale kill everybody, every infidel they can kill, rape, pillage their way across the world, their merry way across the world. Because you know what? That's the right thing to do. It, it pleases Allah, and it does please Allah, the, the devil moon god that they worship the false deity from the pit of hell, Allah, that inspired the pedophile prophet Muhammad and all the other pedophiles that have come their way. At the end of the video, the men execute two captives in what appears to be an ancient Syria of Palmyra. The execution is set to a song by the German rapper Disso Dog, who joined the terror group last year. Isn't that special and wonderful? That they had it set to music of this German rapper who's now a Muslim convert. I mean, a real hallmark moment they're creating here. 720 Germans have joined ISIS in Iraq and Syria. I don't understand anybody with half a brain in their head would ever join this. I It just doesn't make any sense to me at all. 720 have joined ISIS in Iraq and Syria, the head of German, Germany's domestic intelligence agency told Reuters, although fewer have gone in the past few months compared to last year. Next report. ISIS in Indonesia calling for lone wolf attack on Christians now. Indonesian fighters who have joined the Islamic State in Syria are using social media to encourage fellow jihadists back home to murder Christians by any means necessary. There are some 23 million Christians in Indonesia, as well as a large number of tourists including many Australians visiting places such as Bali who also are followers of who are also followers of the faith and could be targets of I guess the Christians who could be targets of such lone wolf attacks. In September last year, IS spokesman Ab- Abu Muhammad al-Adani urged supporters to kill non-believers in response to U.S.-led airstrikes against its forces. More headlines read, Germany calls in the military to assist in the immigration invasion. They're letting the immigration invasion happen there. The illegal alien Muslim immigration invasion that we're also getting here as well. But they have to call in the military to assist it. And then the next report, mosques throughout Ireland are now infiltrated by ISIS. It's happening everywhere. They're getting all their satanic troops prepositioned, and when they're given the green light, they're going to go satanically bananas. And they're going to start go down to the street take a knife and kill if that's all you got kill as many if you got a gun all the better you got some some nerve gas or some kind of agent where you can do them out if if you got a way to trap a whole bunch of people in the building and set them on fire do that whatever you could do kill as many infidels as possible because we are a religion of peace and love and joy and goodness goodness is the main thing they're a religion of goodness one one word to describe all of Islam, it's goodness. For goodness sake. But that's what they're going to do. And it's probably going to happen worldwide. And the Illuminati is going to be standing back with their arms folded, laughing and, and, and thinking it's the best thing that ever happened because they'll be able to impose martial law basically worldwide and be able to start to really implement their... New World Order. A lot of people are going to die, so those will be viewed as satanic sacrifices to Satan. You're going to have wars in the streets. You're going to have bloodshed and carnage on a level you've never seen, most likely. And who knows what else they're going to try to do at the same time, the world, the world Illuminati. And that's how this is probably going to kick off in earnest, plunging us into the New World Order. The last report is I ran on steroids. What happens when U.S. dollars start rolling in? Again, we, we're going to give them billions and billions of dollars to so they can build a nuclear bomb, so that they can fund their terrorist groups, so that they can you know, arm them to the teeth and, and give them all the more money in order to go out and rape, kill, pillage the Christians primarily and any other non-believers of Islam, infidels who they would refer to. Behead, kill, slay the infidels is what the Quran tells them to do. So they're just being good Muslims. When they're doing that. They're not being... The moderate Muslims are considered um, probably just about infidels. And if they don't get on track when the radical elements invade their area, if they don't get on the same bandwagon, they'll die too. And I don't see moderate Muslims in the streets protesting all this wicked wicked evil from the more extreme elements because the reality is, is ultimately they're all on the same team. The reality is, is when you, when you become a Muslim, you get the same demons and devils or very similar devils and demons that the radical elements get. It's just that maybe they got a whole lot more of them than you do. Okay, But you get on the same bandwagon, you're still on the same team. You start giving in to that level of wickedness as a moderate Muslim, before you know it, you're killing the infidel like no problem because you know, you've just adopted the same level of devils the extremists are adopting. So now it's no problem to go out and kill and rape and pillage and steal do whatever you had it in y'all along is really the bottom line so i'm just you know it, increasingly i just can't sugarcoat things I, i'm I'm incapable of it as, as i see this wickedness growing more and more i just i'm incapable of it you know and i i just i can't apologize for it i'm gonna i'm gonna put out truth i'm gonna call this what it is wherever i see wickedness and evil and um I know it's offensive to probably the vast majority of the world, probably to a lot of my listeners. I'm sorry it's not my intention to offend, but um, the evidence is absolutely overwhelming over all the things that I've I've went over in this particular thing. And I'm not even hardly getting cranked up here. I got way more to go. So I'm going to go ahead and end part five here. We're going to go to part six next. So God bless you and see you in part six.